Hello, hello, hello. This is Sinika Drake, and you are listening to God's Gift Through His Word, the late night talk series where we talk about domestic violence. And on tonight's topic, we will be discussing boundaries. And that is a major thing that we need to discuss. So we're going to discuss boundaries, and then we'll just be talking about local social services in your area and how to be a resourceful person. So here we go. Okay, everyone. So I am back and we are looking at boundaries tonight. So let me just give a definition of what is the word boundary meaning? Something that indicates bounds or limits, a limiting or bounding line limitation, an act or instance of controlling the size or extent of something. So if you have a boundary, you have your personal bubble, your space for your physical boundary, which we are going to identify some boundaries because this information is coming from Dr. Irving. And so he created some boundaries and he created some ways to know what kind of boundaries that you are having. So physical distance is that which I just spoke about, your personal bubble in your space. Somebody might be in your space a little too close and you don't want that. And it may cause you to feel unsettled or uncomfortable because they are invading your personal space. And so this says to me, physical distance, physical distance refers to the space that you have around yourself and others. For example, being too close or too far away. That is a boundary. See, some of us don't understand that we have boundaries and they may not want to be crossed and not just in the physical and the mental as well. There are certain lines that you just cannot cross with certain people. And if they've given you a limitation and they've spoken about something, it's best and wise for us as people to respect each other's boundaries. They're not all the same. Everybody has different boundaries because we are all different and we are all individuals. So space Issues with space means not knowing that the place you are in is not somewhere else. For example, your home feels like the place where you were abused. So for domestic violence, I know I'm going to make this specific to me. The home where I was at, where all of this had transpired, I have moved a, a, a variety of different places. But the last place that I, I was was at, I recall going back. And when I went back into that environment, my body did not like that. And your body has memory. Your body can recall things that has happened to it, even if there's nothing happening at the time. And you're fine. But your body has memory. It recalls the hurt. It recalls the pain. It recalls the trauma. It will recall it for you, whether you believe it or not. So I remember I had walked into that home. It didn't feel like home. It felt strange. I felt alone. It felt cold. It didn't feel like I belonged there anymore. So during that time, my body turned on me and said, you cannot be in this place, this space now. So 
my body <laughs> sent me to the hospital. Now, it wasn't drastic, but it did let me know that it was not okay being in that place where I had taken it back to. It was not okay going back into that environment because boundaries had been crossed, violations had happened, things had happened that the body had recalled and said it did not want any more of that. So it literally removed me. So when you don't listen to your own personal boundaries of your own, even your own body, your body will make you understand that there are boundaries that you should not cross. There are things that you cannot, with your mind, logically, rationally say that, okay, I'm here and I'm just going to keep moving on. Sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes you physically have to remove yourself and physically have to leave because there's so much hurt within the walls and the confines of that particular place or car or wherever that trauma happened, your body doesn't want you to go back to that place. Your mind is not okay with that. So we need to be really cognizant of what we are doing. When we are creating these boundaries, we need to make sure that we are really taking an inventory of what we're doing because your body will remember and recall and you don't want to keep just forcing your body to go above and beyond the boundaries that it's comfortable with because that is detrimental to your health really serious so we are going to take a short and brief break and i will be right back with some more boundaries Okay, I am back. So now that we have identified a couple of boundaries, what do we need to do now? Well, we need to create a way for us to have boundaries that people can acknowledge. And what do I mean by that? You know, set your own parameters because people treat you the way you allow them to. So you need to create your own boundaries your own limitations and that's not to say that you're just overcritical in everything that everybody says you just can't handle no certain things you do have to have limits on if there are certain words that you don't like to hear and I'm talking about profanity and vulgarities if there is something that you really you just can't get over then clearly that's the person that needs to understand that, that that's a boundary for you. Okay. So you can really do something about that by making it clear, by just speaking and opening your mouth and letting that person know, like, this is what I will not accept. You don't have to accept everything. You don't have to be tolerant of everything. Being civil is one thing. Being tolerant to everything is a total another deal. So when it comes to you and you creating your own personal boundaries, you do what's right for you. And nobody can tell you how to create those boundaries. Nobody can tell you what you have to have in your boundaries. 
if you set your limits, those are your limits. So trust how your gut feels. Trust how your mind is shifting. Trust what you what you think about. Trust you know yourself better than anyone. So sometimes you have to visualize what kind of boundaries you want. What would you imagine that the boundary would look like for you? Would it be if someone were to speak ill to you, what would you do? Would that be a boundary where you cut them off, where you give them attitude? I mean, what does the boundary look like for you? So you have to think about that. And when you think about how you are putting that boundary, make sure it's realistic. Make sure that you can do that easily without making yourself stressed out because you don't want to cause stress by creating some boundaries just to keep yourself safe because boundaries help us they really do and when we're talking about domestic violence some boundaries that have already been crossed you're trying to re-establish that sense of safety okay because the safety was compromised the person that you trusted the person that you love the person that you were into they crossed that boundary and when they crossed that boundary of course that was a violation and now you have to re-establish and create new boundaries so after you've done all of these things you need to love yourself you know it's okay to love yourself it's okay to forgive yourself and give yourself permission to have these boundaries because someone else was so busy taking away from you emotionally mentally physically taking 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 away that you have to go and replenish and deposit good into you, read something good, listen to something good, hang around those that can really pour into you nothing but beautiful positivity and optimism. And that will help you create people that you want in your surrounding circle that will help you create those boundaries and create a place of safety for you. So I know people like, well, boundaries is not that important. Trust and believe when you get involved in a domestically violent situation and you have gone through that particular traumatic um, incident, you really do need that. Because if someone comes to you and just starts cussing you out, out of nothing you've done, that takes a toll on you. Everything takes a toll on you. So when we're looking at that, you also have to consider your family so while i'm talking about you personally creating boundaries we also have to create boundaries to keep your children safe and to keep your significance safe if you have a new significant because you never know if the other individual from your past relationship will i don't know interfere in your current relationship hopefully they don't and they just move on but just in case you still want to create an environment of safety for yourself your new significant and your children and especially for the children, because they they would have gone through a lot if they were there um, during those tumultuous times in very, very traumatic instances where they had seen things they should not have seen. You now have to go back and create that safe environment. Now, with all that being said, even if you create a safe environment you make it safe for the children you have um you know smelling good in your home you have things for the children you just have their own spaces created that they know that they're home and it's safe and no harm's going to come to them do know that 
there there could be a period of time when even during all the nurturing and the protective and all that you are creating, your children can still still have some nightmares here and there. And I just wanted to bring this out when we're talking about safety because now that they have been removed from that environment, certain things that they were too in the fight, flight, and freeze mode, um, their little bodies were keeping them safe as well. So if at the time they weren't saying much, and now that you've created a space and an environment where they're free to speak their mind, they're free to just be and just let loose, they can do so much more now. Their bodies, their emotions are just going to come down. Their walls are going to come down, which is good, but it's bad as well. But they will be more free to speak their mind. Maybe more back talking will come and more sass. But that is only due to you creating the environment where they feel safe enough to speak their mind that they're not going to be hurt. So take that into consideration. If you are going through this, you're like, you know, I created this environment. I I, I did what you said. I, I did all of that. But now they're just going ham. They're speaking back. They're having an attitude. They're doing this. They are feeling safe enough to show their emotions. They know if they speak back to daddy or mommy, whoever's um, left that traumatic incident or instances, and they've been removed from all of that, that now they're free to really open up and be. So that's kind of that's kind of the boundaries for the kids. They are now free to open up and really express themselves, which sometimes may not have been the case when they were involved in that bad domestically violent situation. Kids see, they retain, and they look and they watch and they record. And at that time, they might just be frozen, frozen in time. Like what is happening? I don't understand. So just know that's going to happen. And the more you create a safe environment, the more the kids are able to open up and express, like I said. So you might start hearing some some things of them expressing the past, expressing, talking about the aggressor, the abuser, whether it's the dad or the mother may start bringing up the memories and they may start talking about the good times because they're so focused on the environment you created that they just want to have that perfect, that perfect ideal of their parent. And they want to not remember the negative. So just know as you create these spaces of safety and with the boundaries that you're setting, just know that it's a beautiful thing when you're setting up these boundaries with anyone. We all have the right to have our boundaries and limitations set for ourselves. The word no is a full sentence. So learn to use that as well. That could be a simple boundary for someone just learning to say no and not saying yes to every single thing that comes your way. Can you help me with this? Oh, yes, I can. Can you do this for me? Oh, yes, I can. And never saying no. It's okay to say no. It is totally okay to say no. That is a boundary and a limit in itself. So some of us may have to work on saying no more. And maybe you're good at no. No, 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 no. I don't know. But I do know this. When you have boundaries that have been violated, you just need to create new ones and have your own personal safe space. Creating it for yourself 
creating it for your family, just knowing that all that you are doing to keep yourself and your children safe is important, it's vital, and you are doing the best you can. So if you are in a situation involving domestic violence or you think you may know someone who may be in a domestically violent, abusive, toxic relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at one 800 799 SAFE, S-A-F-E. The numbers for SAFE are 7233. You can always go to their website as well to find some information and also check out your local area wherever you are to get that information. So I think we're done with the boundaries. So the only other thing I was going to really discuss was resources and resources that are in the local community. So I will be back with that. And on tonight, this will be a short night because I only had two topics to discuss is the boundaries and our social services in our local areas. So give me a moment and I'll be right back. Okay, everyone, I am back and we are just going to be talking very briefly about local resources in your local area. So for domestic violence, we can talk about shelters and looking for shelters. You can always call. I believe it's it may not be the same for everywhere, but 211-411-411 probably for just the cell phones, but 211 United Way. Definitely check out that for your local area. Look it up online. And then when you're looking for all these different resources, know that some of the resources that you get from one shelter or from one domestic violence organization may not have all the resources and they may not know who else um, can provide you stuff outside of what they do. Just know that you have to be a woman or man that is resourceful. So in order to stand up and find what you need, you're going to have to go and dig. You're going to have to go and find and seek it out. Not everybody in all these organizations that are around are awesome, but not all of them know what each other do. I mean, there's so many organizations like that don't know about each other they might have heard of them but may not know exactly what they do so when you're out there and you need help and you need assistance just make sure you're being resourceful make sure you're going out and you're asking and you're calling and you're finding out and you're seeking the more that you seek and the more that you find the knowledge the more you are able to help yourself trust and believe when you are leaving a domestically violent situation it's not going to be easy and the resources are not just going to be um, presented to you it is going to be challenging and difficult and even when you find a organization that deals with domestic violence you still have to do work you still have to find a place to live you still have to if you don't already have income you still have to find a job and childcare. you have to find those resources so don't get discouraged when you have so much to do it's just like working you really have to invest to find these things but it's worth it it's worth it when you do find the services that you need because they will provide you 
all that you're going to need for moving forward in your life and starting new, starting fresh and moving forward. So with that, that's all I really have to say about resources. Make sure that you are doing your due diligence when you're looking for things and just relax when you're doing it. When you're out of that environment, it's time to relax your mind and focus on what you are needing. And the task at hand is to get your own personal place, your space where you can create boundaries and limitations of safety for you and your family. So on tonight, I thank you all for being here, listening, taking your time to be and part of my space and area. So with that being said, I wish you all a good and restful night. And wherever you are listening in the world, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night to you. May you be blessed in all that you do. So here we go. We're leaving. So be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do whatever God has laid on your heart because only you can do what God would have you to do because what you are uniquely you. God bless your hearts. Thank you for being here. And I will see you guys tomorrow morning. God bless. Tanika Drake, I'm singing to, to you. This is Spidey, Tanika Drake, I hope you're having a good day, from Spidey, Spidey heck voiceovers, stopping by to say what's up to Tanika Drake, Angie Ray said that, uh, People been asking me to sing for them, and you stopped by her station, and you said you showing love to Spidey Heck. You know how it goes, Miss Drake. So I had to show you some love. I hope you like that. God bless you. Keep listening. Spidey Heck, voiceover show. Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving, and always with love. What's up, Tanika? How you doing? How you doing? Spidey Hex on the dial saying hello. What is going on with you? How you been? What's the newest latest? Me, just doing my thing. You know how it goes. Hope all is well with you. Hope you had a good Easter. I'm pretty sure you did. Sorry I didn't get a chance to get back to you at that moment. But it's all good. Still here. Still doing my thing. So glad you're okay. Checking on you as well. God bless. I hope you're doing Everything you need to be doing on your podcast, making people see the Lord's word. And that's all for now. God bless from the Spidey Heck voiceover show. See you there, Nika. Bye-bye. So, hey, girl, hey. And you already know you had me cheesing from ear to ear from that music. Um that musical uh blessing that you put upon my life you know i just felt so special and so special that i put it on my episode so check that out girl and um you are going to love i'm talking about love the episode i just did i don't know why i just feel it in my spirit that you really are going to love it 
because it's called what's your balance in your spiritual ATM. But anyways, I just had to call you back. Say thank you for reaching out. I always look forward to getting um, call ins from you and talking with you. And I saw Ashley. She reached out to me. So thanks for sending her my way. And we should be doing something really soon. Peace, love, and blessings from your girl, Voice of Reason. Bye. Miss Janika Drake, this is E4 Energy, doing what I do, talking about what I listen to. Love the show. The late night, the late night talks about domestic violence. I think that's what it was. And I like the nonviolent wheel that you were talking about. Also, I believe that I guess when we're going out and we're looking for a partner, I think the best thing to do is really to stop looking like I feel that when I stopped looking that's when I found my wife it was just it just came like that quick and I also feel like you attract what you are so if you attract you know somebody that comes to work late all the time uh, that could be something wrong with not wrong but that could be a characteristic about yourself that you have to change and also I wanted to know when you're talking about the Ben and Jerry's what is your favorite flavor like you talked about it twice so What's the flavor that you go to? Who do you spoon to? Hey, E for Energy. I like that uh, little part that you did at the bottom there is spoon to. Okay. I'm going to need you to, to share that. I'm going to need you to share that. Anyway, I'm going to share you tonight. So definitely going to share that right now. But my flavor is Chunky Monkey. That is my flavor. I love that flavor. I have to love bananas. I love nuts. I love chocolate. And what a combination. That's my go-to. I'm not saying that I will always be eating Ben and Jerry's. I mean, sometimes you, I don't want to talk about men, so I might just eat some Sarah Lee's. I'm just kidding. Just any kind of ice cream is good for me. I just enjoy, like I said, Chunky Monkey, that's a good one. So thank you so much for calling and listening. I appreciate you. God bless. And I'll be talking with you soon. Tamika Drake, D-Souls Productions, LLC, Legacy. Uh, Just got finished listening to your episode, your late night episode in regards to uh, relationships. And um, wow, you really brought the heat (laughs) in that episode. Um, uh, Like as for me, um, I feel it's really important uh, to have respect and um, showing support for each other. And uh, you touch on the key um, point of making sure you have communication, but it's so important that we get ourselves to the point where we can build for our futures and set up a strong foundation for the ones coming up after us, as I always talk about. Um, but we'd love to connect with you more on this. Uh, you've been holding out on me, boy. You you really brought the heat on that. And I was really uh, into that episode. So take care. Talk to you soon. Peace. Mm-hmm.